Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit. Have you been dying to see us live? Then get psyched about the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, on June 18th. Jackie, we're not at the Country Bear Jamboree, but I am grinning like a possum, eating a sweet tater. Because we'll have all your favorite LPN family out and performing live, including last podcast on the left, page seven, Wizard and the Bruiser, No Dogs in Space, Brighter Side, Fraudsters, Someplace Underneath, The Story Must Be Told, and more. Tickets available now. Again, that's the Ryman Auditorium on June 18th in Nashville, Tennessee. The last podcast network, Country Jamboree! Revving up your engine, listen to a howling roar. Metal under tension, begging you to touch and go, go, go. Highway to the danger zone. I'm gonna ride in to the danger zone. I know what I always say. Don't ride into the danger zone because stranger danger and oh. that is a tip from me officer holden oh. wow i don't want you to Welcome. ever be a police officer no thank you <laughs> wouldn't want to ride in any kind of dangerous zone because <laughs> oh. i value the quality of my life stranger danger so yeah officer well holden says that means milk. you are not the kind of man that should be in top gun sorry boys <laughs> Because we got to go get sweaty in tiny planes. Top Gun, we're like flop gun, right? Whatever. It's you, a man, no. <laughs> Idiots. Are you talking about, this is the hardest movie I have ever seen. If you tell me that anyone that was filming the original Top Gun was not hard the entire time, maybe Tom right. Cruise just had to have fish off to the side just so he could make sure that he could right. keep it up. I can't believe how hard The set Top had is. an oil man. Just a man that would walk around and just make sure everyone was as oiled as humanly possible. Uh, it was sense. unbelievable. Yeah, even yeah, underneath sure. their their airplane garb. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. There airplane was, garb. <laughs> there was apparently there was also was a cum trash can man. He literally had a giant trash can just sense. filling it to the brim every shoot day with just absolute. Incessant loads of cum. <laughs> that or just instead of a fluffer, I think they had a sweat boy. Bring the sweat boy in here. It was the sweatiest movie. Okay, I saw Top Gun for the first time. I Spoiler alert, confession time up top. I have never seen the original 
Top Gun before. And so wow. last night, Jeff was trying to convince me to go see the new Top Gun. I was like, straight up, I've never seen the first one. So instead of doing that, we sat and we watched the first Top Gun instead. Now, MJ, you said you've also never seen this movie. Yes, and I want to thank you guys for creating a safe space where people can confess the movies that everybody had seen. Oh, you never seen, seen <laughs> Apocalypse <laughs> Now! Man, that was such a college thing, though. I feel like we kind of got, it was like so, cra- oh my God, the way the room would light up when they found out some poor woman in the room hadn't seen The Godfather yet. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah okay. of course they haven't. They, they grew up on other things. Yeah, it's just, it's fine. They didn't, you know, I had an older brother that went through a mafia movie phase. So, of course, I ended up watching them. I, he also went through a Star Wars phase. So, of course, I ended up watching them. But yeah. I feel like if it weren't for him, I wouldn't have seen these fucking movies either until I was 27. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's like, yes, there is like a shared body of like, I know what Top Gun is. <laughs> I just haven't seen yeah. it. You know, it just happens like some of them. So what do you the think crack. the movie? What What do you think happens in Top Gun? That's a good question. Oh, man. This <laughs> is going to be embarrassing. Like okay. So MJ, I just said we're right, in a safe space. So don't make fun. <laughs> it's a safe space. No, it's no. a safe space. This is like you're you are given the job of writing Top Gun. It's starring Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise. There seems to be some sort of a give and take. Between the two of them, what happens in Top Gun? Yeah. All right. So I think that (laughs) Tom Cruise is a sexy pilot. Okay. 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 So far, so good. Al Kilmer is also a sexy pilot. Interesting. Very okay. All right. right. You're getting there. And they (laughs) are have a bit of a rivalry. Go. Whoa. They've got to figure out who's the top. Gun wow. I am impressed. Unbelievable, MJ. Good work. And you just saw the film. It's fresher in your head, Jackie. So how accurate was MJ's Very accurate. I was very surprised because the thing is, all right, so I will do you do you care about a spoiler from a movie you from 1980? The Iceman Comet. Not in the sense of don't do it, in the sense that it is impossible. So go ahead. You can say whatever yeah. you want. I yeah. thought everything that I knew about Val Kilmer in this movie, because I knew that his name was Iceman. Yes. And so I thought about the killer Iceman, but it's not that kind of Iceman. I was like, he's probably real bad. But the entire time, now this, again, this movie is how old? What, like 86. almost 30 almost 40 years old and it shows like they just don't write movies like this Mm -hmm. anymore where it's like the like the main hot woman who's supposed to come in and be like the knowledge one over all of the men and she has to deal with all of these shithead pilots all the time but then Tom Cruise comes in and he knows even more than she does and her panties drip off her body it's it's, it's a taming of the shrew where I was like I'm glad they don't want I was like if some Top Gun, talk to me like this in front of his other <laughs> Top Gun friends. I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. I am your superior. Right. And I know more than you do. But her panties drip yeah. off of her legs. <laughs> it is Tom Cruise in his prime. I yes. mean, this is 
the reason for the season here. And she's so hot, too. And they ride on a oh, motorcycle together. Motorcycle and together. Ooh, does it make my boner go, what <laughs> oh, time yes. is it? <laughs> it is. But then with Val Gilbert, I thought Val Gilbert was supposed to be like the epitome of evil. But in reality, his name, like Tom Cruise's name is Maverick because yeah. he is a Maverick. And he, he is a fucking Maverick, Jackie. What the other people do. Yeah, he and fucks he the teacher. In. Well, he fucks the teacher and he also does dangerous <laughs> moves. And Val Kilmer just is like, he's like textbook, the best yeah. pilot. And he's like, you're going to kill somebody. You're yeah. going to hurt somebody with that. And I was like, he's not evil. He's technically completely correct. Right. Uh, Very important to follow the manual to the to the T when it comes to uh, piloting a large aircraft. Yes. And then, so I'm yelling about this. And then at some point, and, and Jeff understood and he agreed with me. But then at some point he's like, but dude, you don't realize like you have to watch him be humbled so he can come back and be the best pilot he could be. And he does. And it does. The thing is, is that even though all of these things, it is a, I feel like it knows how much of a ridiculous movie it is and leans into that. And like between that and underneath everything is just like, (laughs) and it's like all the like musical version of Highway to the Danger Zone and Take my breath away. Yeah. And it just so every time he looks at her, they go, boom, doom, boom, doom, boom, doom. And I'm like, play the song. I've never been edged by a song so hard. I'm like, play the song. And they just get to boom, doom, boom, boom. But please. Please, my take my breath away. And by the time they played it, it was like, yeah, I play. And of course, it was while they are banging. And I loved every minute of it. It's a great movie. Yeah, hold up. <laughs> I get yeah, it. Yeah, of course it does. Fucking Top Gun, MJ, how dare you? I've, I you get know, it. A lot of movies, as we, as we have discovered here on page seven, a lot of movies nah, not do not all 100% hold up. I was born in 1986. Not everybody born in 1986 is holding up that well, but it sounds like Top Gun is, and I'm happy for them. It's yeah, just like Crash Test Dummies, phenomenal a well. sophomore album, God Shuffled His Feet, holds the fuck up. Well. It's an incredible exploration of musical stylings. It's just like that. I always am comparing Top Gun with Crash Test Dummies, and because I look at all these sweaty men, because they're so sweaty, and I go, And once mm-hmm. there was this <laughs> we got into an argument with his best friend, oh, and no. he fucked the teacher. Yeah, he did. That I'll he let him go. Did flippy flippies in the air? Oh my god, the air stunts are so yeah. good, MJ. Whatever. And the whole thing is that who you fall in- see. That's the thing. I was like, who has time to fall in love with Tom Cruise when you can fall in love with Anthony Edwards? And of course, I am an always an Anthony Edwards never a Tom Cruise in these kind of situations because Tom Cruise would throw it out there and I'm not even talking about fish fucking. It's never really done it for me. Yeah, well, he's a short, you don't want no short, short man. Yeah, like a short, short king. shorts. It's like, <laughs> Remember I that could... song, by the way? Good God, how <laughs> we talk about it now, how like there's a height requirement on Tinder, but I mean, this has been going on for forever. Oh, don't want yeah. no short, short I don't man. don't want no Plus, short, short man. Th- to the chagrin of so many uh, people, I mean, I'm lucky enough to be, uh, actually, the last time I was measured, I'm actually somewhere between six and six Ooh. one. I always said I was six one, and people are like, no, you're not. And I was like, yeah, I am. And then I went to the doctor. He was like, you're not quite 6'1". So whatever. Whoa. But still. Hey, you're a tall guy. Like if somebody asked, yeah. is Holden tall? I'd be like, yeah, he's tall. Yeah, yeah. tall enough. Yeah. Tall enough to 
bang it out with who the fuck you know ever I'm taken. But you know, <laughs> although I mean, this if song I was on would not Tinder, be about you, the test. Holden, we know you have a long dong, and th- technically the short short man <laughs> is about having. Uh, I, Do we know? I mean, that's what the that's what the canon says that you have <laughs> a long dong. It is a canon. It is a bit of a canon. I will say. <laughs> wow. But they were talking about eating please. weenie, teeny weenie, shriveled little short short. They're talking about. Right. They're talking about tiny penis. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Don't. And why are you saying peeny now? I had to yeah. stop. Check Lexi's his... saying peeny a long time ago. I was like, never call it peen. My peeny. It I diminishes. I refer to it. my fiance's penis as his peeny. Right. That I like to, to say peeny outside of that. Ugh. You referred to Harry Styles peeny. I think three times in the email, and now we're <laughs> yeah, ten minutes like, into the episode. Why are we doing? <laughs> Peeny makes me so viscerally upset, and I had to put the kibosh on it in my own household. Well, it's because I live in the fucking danger zone. I got on the highway, I got off the exit, and now I am in the danger zone. It has been ten full minutes on Top Gun, which came out as we already said in nineteen eighty. I just had so much to say about it. By the way, I am not nearly forty. I no. am in my mid thirties. You're mid. You're plainly mid thirties, and I am still in my early mid thirties. Even though that's <laughs> not true, um, but my mom says it's true, and I'll take Linda's word to the grave. There you go. And yeah, I was talking about Harry Styles' peenies because I couldn't see anyone's peenies touching Top Gun, even though I begged for it the entire time. There were so many scenes where they got so close to each other. I'm like, come on, you're all sweaty because I guess there's no air conditioning on naval bases because they were it's the sweatiest movie i think i've ever seen well but sweat and oil their penis didn't touch oh everyone's yeah. glistening there's the oil there's man the oil i forgot man. about that i forgot about the oil man <laughs> also one of my favorite movies the oil man uh, which is literally about a guy who goes around just it's a, it's straight pornography i'm not gonna lie i will watch film. it does it have the cast of top gun in it <laughs> it's got Goose. a couple of people it's got Goose. It's got, I love these nicknames. Viper, Jester, Wolfman. Cougar, Wolfman, Slider. I oh, guess yeah. he's in the little tiny Especially, burgers. there's one scene where Tom Cruise goes up to Slider, who is Iceman's like second. Radar intercept officer. Iceman's radar yes. intercept and he goes, officer. And he goes, hey, Slider. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> and he walked away, and I was like, "Good one, Mav. Really got him there, Maverick." It, well, was it, yeah, I bet it did make him cry a little bit I, because they're so sweaty. But I will say that, like, they say how many times? God damn it, Maverick! Because oh, ho, ho, he's oh, he's always out there and he's doing his own thing. But we, I will stop. Talking about Top Gun. <laughs> I was going to segue. <laughs> now, about I was yeah. going to segue, Good and then Lord. I had more to say. <laughs> Good God. So what I about Harry about Styles? I want to talk about this movie because I don't understand it. The Harry don't Styles movie, darling. Yeah, I thought it was definitely a just kind of a romance filmic experience, but no. it seems to be that it is more of a thriller experiential film. Yes, with Florence moment. Pugh, and it's directed and yeah, also more like has Florence Olivia Pugh, Wilde. Am I right? Whatever. No, How you are not you correct. Know. Florence Pugh, not in this house. Not in this fucking house. Good. Guys, I bow to her throne. We or love Florence Pugh We love house. Midsummer. Very good. She cries so good. She screams so well. She's in that amazing in, in everything that I have seen her in, and she's going to be in Don't Worry Darling, which is the movie that is written and also starring Olivia Wilde, and Olivia Wilde, who is also in a relationship with Harry Styles, and Harry Styles is going to be in it. But Harry Styles apparently signed a contract that we will never see his peenie. 
I mean, I think that that's we don't most actors we haven't seen their peenie. I don't know why it's such a big deal that we're not. Well, dongs, you know, I said this is the new frontier has been male dong Uh, for a while now. This has been the new development. I keep saying that HBO is always the leader of. Uh, you know, kind of the new body part. I think, Y'all gotta but, watch Minx if you want to see some pee. Minx, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Some dogs there. have we seen in the last five years? Like, um, I, I mean, hmm. Willem Dafoe at least. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Um, I know we've seen Willem Dafoe's peenie, and I know that there was a lot. I mean, again, I think I'm thinking of like Righteous Gemstones. There's been a lot of hanging. Yeah, there's dong. a lot there's of dick and Righteous Gemstones. It's a lot of co- comedian. It's a lot of dumpy comedian dongs. It's used for comedic <laughs> effect a lot of times, unless it's a sexy fantasy show. Then it's then it's there for. Ooh, are you uh, talking about a court of thorns and roses right now? Because they no, are. No, I'm working talking about Game that. of Thrones, um, but uh, more like a boar of game of. Um... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <Next>! <laughs> I forget the rest of the title because it's so boring. You just got next. <laughs> I forgot. Also, I forgot. <laughs> there was that sex slash life show that was big for a while that you see like a like there's lots of hanging dong in that scenes from a marriage Oscar Isaac and scenes from a marriage do we see Oscar dong Isaac's hangers. dong and scenes oh, from yeah, a marriage oh yeah you see it yes. yeah it, it delivers a monologue I, it oh just, my god <laughs> not to be it is the I, penis I, I don't mean to dispute that it's the age of the dong I agree with you I was just yeah. trying to I was like think I was for some reason I thought of the other sad marriage movie and I was like did we see Adam Driver's dong yet but I don't no, think we saw Oscar no. I forgot we saw Steve Zahn's in the White Lotus. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Dong Lover of- Part 7 and 9 had a ton of uh, celebrity dong. Sorry, I'm doing. A, I guess I'm doing an early list because we see Paul Mescal's and normal a good people's. List. This is a great <laughs> yeah, it's a really good list. Oh, yeah, no. I'm with, yeah, celebrity dongs shame, of the Michael new Fest. dong era. <laughs> what are you on, like Mr. Skin right now? Remember that website? <laughs> Mr. Skin. It was, uh, uh, I remember like, he was that guy was on Howard Stern once too. The guy who like runs the site. What a weirdo! He just sits and and figures out exactly where in the movie nudity happened. Very Thank much you. an antiquated uh, thing, a uh, need for people because now we have pornography at our beck and call. We don't need mm. to uh, rent a blockbuster video just for the sole purpose of fast forwarding it to exactly where he tits. Astronaut's is. wife, baby. Astronaut's yeah, exactly. Wife. I heard it's a bummer. By the way, the new show. A little bit. The new Astro... Or, no, Time Oh, you're Traveler's t- Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, I... I'm, have you read Time Traveler's Wife? I read Time Traveler's Wife, and I've seen the movie of Time Traveler's Wife, and I was like, I don't think I want to watch this story again. It's like one of the first books that I read that I was like... Ugh, uh, like, I cried <laughs> so hard that I couldn't, like, be. I couldn't exist right. anymore. It's like, well, I can't watch it again. <laughs> and that's coming from a dear Zachary head over here. Uh, don't call oh, yourself right, a dear please. Zachary head. How dare you invoke dear Zachary <laughs> into this episode? Uh, well, this is like the the sign that says like days since a workplace incident. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going back How to dare zero. you? Back uh, to zero. We baby. had like two years maybe where we didn't mention dear Zachary on back the show. Back to zero. Well, it's because I threatened Jeff with it. Jeff has never seen it, so anytime I see, oh, uh, I we pass it on us on an app. I'm like, Jeff, is it? T- Time. He's like, please don't ruin no. the rest of our day. No. And um, I just, I'm going to get him at some point. I don't know when, <laughs> but I'm going to make him watch it. But Sid, we're back to peenie talk, the opposite of Dear Zachary talk. I don't know where my brain went with that. Euphoria also had a lot of uh, hanging dogs. Yeah, a yep, lot, of dogs. lot of Well, they did a whole dick pic uh, segment, which oh, was yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they certainly did. They picked apart the dick pic, uh, evaluated I'm like, I feel like, 
in the canon of Jackie, it would be surprising that I'd be like, Harry Styles isn't going to show his peony. I am, I think that the, there's, I feel bad that he has to openly say that I will never show my penis. I, that he has to be, he's like, my sex life is the only thing of mine that's mine. Isn't and so that I would kind like of his thing me. though? I feel like he puts himself in that I position. Know. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, everyone wants to know how I fuck <laughs> and how I suck everyone and does. what it looks like. And you know what? I'm going to guess he's a Boro Snoro. And this makes wow. him seem interesting be. and crazy. Crazy, and no. that's what he's hitting right now. He's There's like, no and by the way, yeah, no shit people want to know about your sex stuff because all your songs are like, sucking on a watermelon, lick, lick, yeah. baby, lick. So of course yeah. we want to fucking know how you fuck, bro. Don't just sit here and be like, don't put out fucking watermelon sugar and then be like, oh, ooh, everybody wants to know how I fuck and lick and it's so invasive. Here's my next song. It's called Holes. Loving, holes loving, I like to sucking on my holes loving, like scat play, I like piss play. It's like, well, then I want to know, bro. If I, if you're putting out songs about fucking, you know, a dead dog, I'm not gonna be like, how does he fuck? You know what I mean? No one's asking. I'm gonna be like, oh, I feel bad for him. Yeah, no, exactly. No one's asking how Neil Young fucks me. Is Neil Young's not coming? Sucking on my little boy. You know what I mean? Like he's not fucking singing songs about fight, you know. Watermelon fuck lick girl. She's a water and you know what? If he did put out watermelon fuck lick girl, it would be we would be asking questions. We would be asking the real questions in a court of law. All right. How dare you? Johnny Depp. It means we have a shot, MJ. <laughs> I just put two and two together on that. It's, oh, I feel so bad for everyone to know if he's gay. Or, it's like, yeah, because he's putting out all these songs about like how good he eats pussy and shit. Wow. So yeah, we want to fucking know whatever. <laughs> he is pure sex on stage, Holden. Yeah. You don't understand. Of course, the people need to know these things. I'll never show the thing that 99% of my songs are about. Yeah, well then, yeah. Maybe I want to see it because you're talking. You're like magical pole, magical pole, <laughs> magical pole. Well, I want to know what a magical pole would look like. You're convincing me. Okay, you're saying this in jest, Holden, <laughs> but then you watch the "Don't Worry, Darling" trailer, and it is just like psychological sex. It's like, of course, the question is going to pop up. Right. Right. Exactly. 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 It seems to be a movie about. Like a woman who gets in too deep around a man's sexual finger. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, and then because yeah. of that, some upsetting, Just the nasty finger. shit is going on in some secret rich man society situation. That's yes. what it seems but like. Don't, you I know, can't wait. This trailer, though, you ever watch a movie trailer and you're like, okay, the suspense is a little bit too strong. Like, I'm uh -huh. actually confused. I don't, if you ask me, yeah. what is it? A, is it like a Stepford Wives situation? Is it like a. Is it like a, is everybody a robot? Like, I just don't know. I don't know what the film is about. I watched the trailer. I watched Harry Styles. I felt attracted, but I, I, it, it was too movie trailery for me to discern the storyline of the film, but that's fine. I don't need to. I'll watch it because I want to see the rest of Harry Styles' body, if not his Yes, body. right. And it is like, a, but I also though, Love that about the trailer because what really drives me nuts, the pirates rated R. <laughs> what drives me nuts, like the pirates wheel down his pants because it drives us nuts, um, is that 
when trailers show the entire plot. That's true. And I'm like, then what's the point of seeing the fucking movie if you show all the good parts? That's true. This this has me wanting more so much that I have no idea what it's about, and I guess that's good. I want to know more. Like, I actually left watching the trailer being like, all right, I'll be excited to see this mystery yes. <laughs> mystery movie that I don't know what what is so suspenseful, but I can tell it's suspenseful. Oh, it's suspenseful. But yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a nice leading Here's man. Here's some tracks from Harry Styles' newest album, by the way. Literally, I'm not making these up. Music for a sushi restaurant. That's oh, about eating pussy. it's good. <laughs> Late night talking. Oh, I love him. Little freak. Mm-hmm. Right? Have yeah. you listened to the album? It's great. Like no, I haven't yet. Boyfriends. He wrote a song called Boyfriends. I, maybe he's going to get the question. You know what I mean? About uh, his proclivities. You're right. He's going to get the question. And the answer is nay. And I wish and we're not talking horses here. Or why? maybe that's what he was trying to say. Why, well, why do I feel like this is all, you know, this is his art and he's like totally asexual? Like, why do I like, Why do I get that sense? We're never going to know. And I think, I you know, it's know. Good, good for him that he gets, he, good for him. Keeps it to himself. You know, it was that. It was that musical theater girl that was all everything she did in every class or every like, even at parties, she was just like, I'm the sex girl. You'll look at me and see the sex lady. And then like, but then she always goes like, oh, 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 like on every date she (laughs) goes on with every guy, you know, and you find out you're like, oh, she's like, this is just the thing. I think that's what his thing is. I think he's the the sex musical theater person. You well, know what I mean? I like, and I like that we now have like a leading man. Like he looks like, to- like you know, I like that he's going to be in movies. I like that we have a leading man and that his thing is like, I confuse people. Like yeah. I feel like Harry Styles' thing, and this is a different thing than everyone wants to see his penis, but like everybody <laughs> is just like, very, you know, there was the whole uh, the the was it Vanity Fair with him in the dress? Like people are like, I have a boner for you, but I like girls, and that confuses me. Or like, I have a boner for you, and I like boys, but you're wearing a dress. Like I, you know, so it's like right. I feel like he's our he's our like a he's a pioneer in the tease department because he's not only teasing about his hot dong but he's also teasing about like you know he's not even that gender bendy but he's just like a little gender bendy enough to freak everybody out and turn them on at the same time and we love that which is sad that it takes that lit like it really does that it's like that that makes people be like it's like yeah man Lots of people can be hot in like real different ways. Isn't that crazy, taxi? <laughs> I was trying to figure out who it was. Like, I read some article that somebody was like, uh, I forget who was comparing him because, like, he's compared often to like a David Bowie or like a Freddie Mercury, mm. but it was someone else that I think was it Mick Jagger that was like, He's just like me. Hey, doggy, got <laughs> well, the moves, but he don't got the jibbles. Yeah, he said some kind of British <laughs> old man thing. He's a right rickety roller, girl, la, 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 la. you know what I mean? He just kind of went off on some old man thing. He just, you know, he's like, Oh, I just impregnated a woman again, and me's 73, or so whatever he said. You know what I mean? It's like, you have 20 kids. Why don't you <laughs> go over there and tend to that fucking hay bale yeah. as opposed to coming after old Harry Sty stuff? Um, but he is Mick Jagger. It's just he's such an ass. He's essentially being like, I could see how people go bearers, but I'm the best. Like he's like, <laughs> I did it before he did it. And um, you know, fair. You are, you've got like 50 years on him. So I guess. He stole me moves. He stole me Jiminy legs. 
That's me move. He stole that. He I stole hate it when twirly, he pulls out the Jiminy legs. The twirly girly. He stole that from me. I feel like if it's Jiminy legs, is that like Jiminy Cricket where he can make music with his legs? Which actually, I would love to see. And Nick Cannon, he stole the old impregnate 20 women from me. Yeah, so there you go. It's a bloke right there. Yeah, well, Riverdale is ending. And MJ and I are upset. You're not upset. Everyone, you know you're not upset about it. Upset. You can't wait for we're it to be so over. Relieved. <laughs> and I love too how mad you are at the idea of a dark Riverdale-esque Scooby-Doo show because uh, you it. just can't you don't like it, be Jackie? sucked back in. No, I won't do it. It's, I don't think I can do it. Too, I don't think I can do it. You know, I feel like what R- Riverdale just had such a good idea, which is like, what if we take something that's not dark and make it dark? And then I think Scooby Dark Scooby Doo is like it's just like <laughs> the okay, boring corporate we, we get like it. finish line of that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like we what if what if we took this good idea and just made it way more obvious and way more heavy handed. It might be very good and we'll probably will watch it, but like I I feel like Riverdale was just I mean, obviously, no, there's nothing that's not heavy-handed about Riverdale right now. But, like, in the beginning, yeah. it was such a good idea to be like, ooh, we're talking about Jughead and Jelly Bean. And- I don't know if you heard of this new show with Teddy Ruxpin as a sex worker. <laughs> it is very strange. <laughs> it's called Teddy Fucksman, and it's about... <laughs> I would love to watch Teddy Fucksman. And his body's all hard, and he goes, yes, yeah. it's because I made out of my- and then it's just it's Teddy, it's Teddy Foxpin comes in yeah. and he steals your lady because you know he's going to. Yeah, I'd go with Teddy Foxpin in a fucking second. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> you know Gloria's going to get that treatment, not you. Oh so my I even God. try to sit here and think Teddy Foxpin's going to want I your ass. I didn't tell you Gloria's got... got a boyfriend. Yeah, it's yeah. True. Gloria, well, oh sorry. yeah, I have Gloria's a bunch of weird pictures of a dead fox. Stuffed fox and um, a plastic goose on my phone because we were drunk. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. My bestie Madeline sent me a um, a, a stuffed fox with a Harley Davidson cap upon it and um, sent Gloria a new partner. If Gloria proves this is not a... Forced marriage. Have they not met Don't yet? Don't worry. Are you no, keeping them met. in separate rooms? No, right now, um, right now, he's kind of draped along Perched top her. on yeah. her, and that doesn't feel very consensual. She asked. Her. She went, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, just a little bit closer. Just a little bit closer. But the clothes are on, don't worry. Well, 
the fox doesn't have clothes on yet, but I don't know how to quite get it around the base. So if you know how I can get some taxidermy clothes out there um, for a hard-bodied fox, when you say uh, fo- stuffed fox, you're not—I guess you're not talking about a stuffed animal. You're talking about a taxidermy taxidermy dead fox. fox. Yes. It really goes it with better. the kudu. <laughs> it goes with the kudu that lives in my bedroom now. I feel like we we're mixing genres here. A, pl- a, a porch goose and taxidermy are two completely different things. That's like yeah, Jackie's, the Jackie's are apartment you turning putting, into like a... Wait a second, are you putting parameters on love right now? Jackie's apartment <laughs> is starting to look like a deep south gas station that one really makes sure to just like get in and out of as quickly as possible <laughs> in the dead of night. And, no one should uh, let I, me not I, have roommates. I need roommates again. No one should... I feel like Jeff and I is like, no one should let us be adults. Right. Uh, and you already have a, a, a taxidermy in your home, don't you? Don't you have a stuffed... Uh, kudu, I got the kudu. And didn't you stuff it yourself? No, that was my that no, that was the rat. That I I have Gwyneth Paltrat, <laughs> and she <laughs> lives in my office. But no, I also we do also have a bust of a kudu now. Um, that we that I didn't. It's a vintage kudu, and I didn't ask for it, but it lives in our bedroom now. Anyway, enough of taxidermy corner with Jackie's browser. <laughs> but now I know how to taxidermy, and it's pretty great. <laughs> Scooby Doo. I don't know how I feel about it being sexy. Because honestly, I feel like the cartoon, the reason why Jughead is so fun, like in the the Archie universe, is because it's not sexy at all. But isn't Scooby-Doo, or am I being yucky here, pretty sexy already? No, I think what it is, is that if, uh, you know, I I even said when I saw... The thing about, I don't know if it's even actually a real thing, honestly, but I, when I saw a thing well, that I was Kaling like- Well, Kaling is doing one called Velma, and she's yes, playing that Velma. Is, that is an animated thing. Yes. And, um, yeah. Really? The, There's the Velma... two different Scooby-Doo reboots happening right now? Well, the, the other street. thing might have been this thing that went viral that's not even necessarily real. I have to go back and look. It makes total sense that they would do the Riverdale treatment to Scooby-Doo. But, yeah, there is an HBO show, an animated show. It looks very similar to, if you saw that Harley Quinn animated show, which is very funny and very dirty and kind of takes these like clean cut characters and you know and so that's going to be what this is but also it's a mockumentary special that is going to be okay. on the CW they're doing a okay. mockumentary special sounds of, like a test pilot though so does Definitely. 100% sound yeah. like a test pilot so totally I mean I guess if you need it and you want it streak it out when it comes out and we'll let you know and I'll, I'll don't worry I'll be on top of it to see if it's even worth our time for I will say, as someone who per, has perused the many uh, cosplayers out there a little bit from time to time, um, every single cosplayer has a Velma spread. Yeah, every single great. one. Yes, it is uh, some usually Daphne as well, but it is such a go-to to do sexy Velma because, of course, sexy Velma because she's like quirky and nerdy, but you can sex her look up like really easily and quickly. So of course they uh, th- they need to hit this as soon as possible. My question though is to y'all, what innocent thing would you love to get a Riverdale treatment of? You know mine, my mine is forever Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I, I have such a great idea. If you can get this idea into production, let me know. Christopher Robin, he is older now. He forgets about Winnie the Pooh in the Hundred Acre Forest, but now he's a grizzled detective and he goes missing. And so 
inside of the thousand acre woods, they or hundred acre woods, they find out that he's missing, and so they leave to go and find him. But as they leave the tree, they become sexy human beings. That was going to be my first question. Are we because this is the problem with doing these reboots? And the reason another reason why Riverdale was perfect is because you want them to be human beings. You don't want to have like a sexy bear. Well, Well, be stars. Well, unless it's Jackie. Yeah, then you want. There is a monster fucker community out there. Jackie, of course, a member (laughs) of that group. So yeah, some of some people do want to see that kind of smut. (laughs) Yes, and no. Judgment. I just. I think it, it, if we're talking like the CW aesthetic, it's yes. not B stars. It's it's like sexy people. But then that's the thing. So like inside of their brain, I feel like you would hear, and they would still talk like their old characters. But outside, like <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, like all of a sudden Winnie the Pooh sounds like this, and he's like inside of his head, so he, he doesn't talk. Like this. Yes, yeah. Although it would be funny to watch like Harry Styles. I mean, what about you, MJ? I, you know, because I could see like a Save by the Bell. I was going to say Save by the Bell. Like I would yeah. do, you know, and obviously Save by the Bell has has been resuscitated to the point of just, just let it die at this point. But like, I would take a dark, gritty version. Yes. Yeah, I that. would. There's no real animating darkness to it. Like, as I, if you took the Johnny Dakota episode, you know, where the famous movie star comes and tries to get them all to smoke weed, maybe that Whoa, could kind of be the Oh, Johnny Dakota. Johnny Dakota, uh, there's no hope with dope. That episode, like maybe you know. So I think Boring. I think that I want to say, Saved by the Bell. It could also be a Full House. You know, we haven't squeezed every ounce of content from the '90s yet. Right, right, right. I could actually. I'm gonna put my shoe in Ooh. for Coach. The TV show Coach. I mean, that's already Craig sexy. D. Nelson. Craig D. Nelson was in yeah, it. Yeah, but means... we bring him back. Ooh. He's like, you know, the head mass. I don't know what he is, but whatever. We bring in a new sexy group, like, Ooh. dude, like, and the problem, the coach, the problem that he has is he has this strange erectile issue where he's always hard. Ooh. <laughs> and it's just a part of life, and everyone has to kind of accept that about him. But, you know, then that also leads to. I'm going to say a couple of interesting proclivities. Ooh, I want some proclivities. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's Hook. Like maybe we do like a se- dark, a dark, <laughs> oh sexy. Oh my god! Peter Pan. All the Lost Boys are now Lost Men. They're called they're they're all men. Oh my god! It's like a gay, yes. lost, dark, the found men. <laughs> it's like a dark queer <laughs> Hook. I love that. I love how hard we are working to avoid the dumb wedding that uh, happened, and that's like it's the only just thing that, that happened. The dumb I wedding don't and the dumb care trial. about it. I'd rather it's the talk trial about, and Courtney Kardashian's wedding. I'd it's rather talk about horny old man Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> yep. He is seventy-eight years old, yep. and he cannot not be hard in my show that I'm creating in <laughs> yep. my mind. But I'd rather talk about his weird old man hard dick. Van Travis Barker and what's her name? Courtney Kardashian. Courtney, yes. It's kidding. just everything. It is so. Their publicists are so crazy. They're so good. They, it's it's the only articles that came out for like three days. Well, it's that or the That's messy crazy. divorce trial that is messy and gross, and everyone's pulling out the popcorn for it, and I don't get it. So enjoy that, y'all. But I literally have nothing else to say about it. And we it will be talking about it over messy. on. Oh no, it's Jackie. That will be a separate conversation after the trial. And I think that we are tentatively thinking uh, June first for uh, that discussion. But I at least you'll have a lawyer you know. on hand for that, yes. which would be great. Yeah, and all we'll I talk have to about say it. about the trial is that, like, let's not just like gleefully discuss domestic abuse allegations. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever <laughs> you side know. you stand on, can we stop enjoying? 
these horrific <laughs> descriptions of violence so much. It's not fun. Yeah. It is not Come fun. On. Oh, whatever, party pooper, I MJ. Know, seriously, it's like rain on everyone's fun parade. But I don't think domestic violence all right. is It's so like fun. celebrity boxing matches are really in right now, okay? It's just all the craze, you know, Logan Paul. No, that's why we're talking about things like She-Hulk attorney at law. I thought that She-Hulk <laughs> attorney at law was a japery. I cannot believe that it is a real show show that's coming out but then the, I looked into it and I was like actually this looks pretty fun and I'll probably watch it well Tatiana Maslany I'm a little bit upset because I've wanted to bone Tatiana Maslany ever since Orphan Black like probably oh more God. than almost she's in my I always forget about her because I didn't have BBC access anymore after like 2013 so I haven't watched Orphan Black in forever but damn she's probably in my top five you celebrities watch Perry Mason too right Did I've not I watched Perry Mason to, to my oh, much to my ooh. My my parents love old Perry Mason. I don't know if they love new Perry Mason. But new like, Perry Mason, yeah. Tatiana Maslany is amazing. Okay, she's just so hot, and I'm just sad that like you have like the hottest actress on earth, and you're making her look like that in She Hulk. But whatever, it Mark Ruffalo is also also hot, and we can have hot people be the Hulk. I also think it yums a lot of people in the like she's just like big and green, and as a monster fucker myself, I think it is like it does do it for some but not all and yes. I could definitely like for Tatiana Maslany I'm like yeah girl green it up yeah wherever you want totally and I asked Gideon what how he feels about it both as a superheroist and a lawist and uh he said that he is worried about how the law uh he's reserving judgment he said he's nervous um, in terms of how the law aspect will play out, um, like what kind of lawyer she will be, but he's reserving judgment and that he's excited and that he loves Tatiana. So, you know, I think I'll come back with some lawyer takes on She-Hulk attorney at law after it comes out. I'm sure I'll be made Please. to watch it. I do also appreciate the creator is Jessica Gao and sure one like big, huge credit is writing the Pickle Rick episode of Rick and Morty, which is, uh, you know, very, I'm not like the hugest Rick and Morty fan, uh, but I do enjoy it. And I just think that I was like, that actually made me go, oh, hell yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Maybe this will be nutty and like a Taika Waititi kind of uh-huh. fun, uh, oh, yeah. silly, goof em up kind of take, take an established Marvel property and really goof around with it. And I think that's when things are interesting these days with it because we've seen them nail the MCU thing and now it's like what can you do to futz with it you know yeah. what I mean just like you know that amazing new Doctor Strange movie that Jackie loved like, <laughs> I just love how they fought with the musical notes. notes and I've had people at me I'd be like that musical note moment and that filmic experience <laughs> was phenomenal it was my and everything. Jackie's thoughts about movies are turd like I, I understand like, wow, I that's talked about to say. Top Gun for <laughs> 10 minutes at the top of this episode so they got married Jackie and she had a really cool looking uh, dress thing and everyone was like oh did you see she had a veil did you see the veil that's what it was the veil yeah it was amazing Um, she wore black and you know what she stole it from me oh yeah that was okay and I love to (laughs) the one thing you linked is the one thing and I all right, I always have to I always think this when I when I think about saying something like this out loud if you did this in your wedding no judgments but for me personally my personal tastes I think the garter removed 
removal thing is gross because you're doing it in front of a bunch family. of family. And then when I pulled up the picture, she's literally wearing lingerie. Yes. And I'm like, are, is this one of the, those no kids allowed weddings? I no, don't think it is. There was kids so there's there. just a bunch. So what you don't see is a bunch of children and old people all standing around this woman in lingerie while this tattooed man uh, takes off her garter with his teeth. It's always so weird. It's always so horny, inappropriately horny in an event where there's like a bunch of kids and things. Anytime there's like a weird horny thing and an event with a bunch of kids at it, I'm always like, I'm good. Which happens this like is right weird. before you're supposed to dance with your parents. You know, it's just like, yeah. it's very, yeah. I also, yeah, again, no, if it, if it was fun at your wedding, I totally believe you. I've just never, I've just always been like, I don't want my family to see me having some guy. With, a horny I mean, my husband we, having his head in between my legs. I don't want yeah, that. Yeah. We get it. It's going to be, you know, they're going to fuck later. Yeah. Great. Good. But you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't, we don't need, and that was so crazy. I mean, she's just wearing a teddy. They called it like a, her like mini bridal mini or whatever. But I'm like, that's not, it, that's just a sexy, lacy teddy that she's wearing at her reception. Anyways, but again, they get you talking. Oh, they get you talking, don't they, those Ks? <laughs> oh, it's like, dude, those I, yeah, I was just straight up, this is sad as someone that is planning a wedding currently. I was like, why do they do the garter toss? And I guess it, 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 it's, I didn't realize that they take the garter, because I've never actually seen it done in person. Me neither. They take the garter and they throw it like the bouquet yeah. um, to the eligible yeah. bachelors uh, so that they get good pussy luck, I guess. And yeah. um, it is... I, uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, it. what a melody you got. And that song plays. <laughs> Harry Styles comes if you're out. Marrying and goes, Harry I won't Styles. tell you what and then, I isn't do. Isn't it also in the a night. little bit weird to be like, oh, I want all the men I know to like be holding my underwear? You know, like, that's, yeah. I don't want that either. Oh, wow. This smells a lot like her vagina. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it doesn't like, go all the way up there, but if it does go, I mean, I also, I got thick thighs, so it would certainly roll all the right way up, up or it would roll all the way down at some point. <laughs> and be I, some kind of moisture on it. Yeah, it's like it would the be only, sweaty. Yes, and it's the only traditional thing that they did at their wedding, and I was like, "Of course, that's the only traditional thing." That they right? Did yeah, of course. You know, it yeah, is the, like gro- the, the one the gross one, weirdest. the one disgusting one. That's yes. what they did. That, that yeah. I've always was like, never in a million years. When I went into my wedding, I was like, "That is the last thing I want to do ever in a million years in front of a bunch of people." Um, I also, though, I think I brought this up even on this show. I used to love watching like mortifying wedding moments, and it's usually because you know, it's usually the guy gets too drunk there is a video of a guy who like cannot he cannot stand he's so drunk and he does they are doing the garter ceremony and he's like falling all over the place and he thinks he's being like so suave and sexy but he's just like way too hammered it's so awkward and i just always think about it when i think about the garter and uh, yeah everyone's standing around the circle this guy and that's the other thing too is uh, man it's um, confounding to me how many stories you read about is usually the groom but uh, it can be the bride as well doing like a bunch of shots on your wedding day like <laughs> it's so crazy to me and then that kind of stuff happening well, god i love wedding this i hear that you don't really get the time to eat so even if you yeah. take like a shot or two very easy to get way too hammered i imagine of just being yeah. like i mean if i got married in my 20s 
one or two shots would not have touched me. But now, if I took one or two shots totally. on an empty stomach, I'd just be like, who did I marry? It was Harry Styles. <laughs> Is Harry Styles my husband? Well, luckily, we got to eat at my wedding, but that's because we also got that bean fountain, uh, which I love. Just I forget. Yeah, I remember out. all the yeah. baked beans. They squeezed <laughs> out of the little holes, and you said, the tinier the hole, the bigger the bean. And we all say, <laughs> yeah. the tinier the hole, the bigger the bean, which turned I out to be it. Harry Styles' next big hit. Oh and my now, God. Holden, what you is he doing in the bedroom with that kind of music? Oh my Lord. Cape <laughs> fruit, boot, scoot, what the fuck? I don't know who in the night. Will it be a man? Will it be a lady? Will it be something in between? <laughs> okay. Oh okay. my God. I'm down for all of these songs. I hate grapefruit boot scoot. Gross. <laughs> I love grapefruit boot scoot. I love grapefruit boot <laughs> scoot. my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. We will not be talking about any more of Courtney oh, Kardashian's yeah, it's wedding. Time for the... it's ti- yeah, it's time for the Holden's Conspiracy Theory. Oh, my God. Uh, hit me with the share. Do, Do you believe it? Is Austin Powers' secret Scientology propaganda? Oh, oh wow. Yes. This is There's great. actually it's one of those headlines where you're like, fuck you, Holden. You're fucking running out of them, right? But this one actually holds no, some water. I, I <laughs> By water, I mean this. piss. Uh, this one comes in from Jethro. Uh, says, hey guys, I've wanted to email this to you for a while, given that I just like literally 10 minutes ago submitted the last piece of work for my master's project. Hey. I felt like it's time to Congrats. share my conspiracy theory. Congrats, We have someone dude. in the shout outs too. You guys should hit each other up and high five. <laughs> nice. Uh, so here it is. Austin Powers is secret Scientology propaganda. There are a few wishy-washy connections and a few genuinely weird ones. I'll do the wishy-washy ones first. One, in The Spy Who Shagged Me, Dr. Evil has his lair inside a volcano. Volcanoes have massive significance in the mythology of Scientology as they were uh, where the ancient warlord Zemu, erroneously called Zenu by some, it's Zemu, X-E-M-U, no thank you. No thank Grapefruit you. Grapefruit boot scoot. Uh, <laughs> Zemu dumped the Thetan, th- th- before blowing them up with nuclear weapons. The souls of these Thetans are the source of all human illness and suffering. In fact, volcanoes even feature on the cover of Dianetics, the foundational text of Scientology to try subconsciously influence people to buy it. Absolutely. Number two, in Goldmember, it is revealed that Austin and Dr. Evil are both traumatized by horrific events that happened while they were still babies, despite the fact they would be unable to remember these events. This also fits with Scientology, as it is believed that negative events from birth onward can negatively affect a child by attaching Thetans to them. See Katie Holmes' silent birth of Tom Cruise's children, and there is a link to that, and I refuse to click on it. What is that? What do you mean? You can't scream. You can't have that kind of like bad energy Energy, or else the Thetans will attach the babies. Ew! To so she's just so silently she had birth like I birth. fuck. Yep, just as silent as when you. <laughs> except there was no like at the end. Um, <laughs> I don't she that. did I don't... it completely in silence. <laughs> I go now. <laughs> <laughs> like you're releasing you the floodgates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's number three: the Scientology Sea Org in Manchester, England, through a bizarre Austin Powers themed party. And I love that they linked to um, the, I believe, the the flyer for it. Um, and it is, come and hear the groovy news. Yeah, baby. 
Uh, Austin Powers Ideal Org event. Just as Austin Powers, this happened Saturday, 2nd February. I don't know what year this was. Just as Austin Powers is on the flyer. Just as Austin Powers was revived in the present day to vanquish his old adversary, Dr. Evil, so will uh, Manchester Ideal Org be created in the present time to conquer man's Dr. Evil, the reactive mind here in the North. <laughs> Join the truly cool and groovy club. Be part of creating Manchester Ideal Org and a new civilization. Join us for fun and creation, it says. That sounds so scary. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Join us for fun and creation. It sounds like we're having an orgy. Can I count you in the cool and groovy club? Let no. a staff member know you can make it. Yeah, baby. Oh, no. That's what literally it says on this flyer that I'm looking at from, uh, I think this is 2006. 2007, very upsetting. Still even dated at that time to say yes. Yes. And that is what Jethro notes, hardly the most relevant franchise in the late 2010s, unless your audience has already been subconsciously primed by the films to be into Scientology, to be activated, if you will, kind of like the um, blonde breast women, what were they called again? The Uh, Fembots. I know, right? Pretty convincing. I probably don't need to point out the other stuff, but here it is. In the opening and closing segments of Goldmember, a fictional Austin Powers film is used as a framing device. This framing device includes a cameo from both John Travolta and Tom Fishfucker Cruz, the two biggest Scientologists in the world. Is it really possible that they'd sign on for such a silly project without having an ulterior motive approved by short king Scientology Pope David (laughs) Miscavige himself? Whoa. Finally, and this is genuinely the weirdest bit, at the end of... International Man of Mystery, there is a scene where Austin and his love interest are honeymooning in a fancy hotel. Except, it isn't actually a hotel. That scene was actually filmed inside the Scientology Celebrity Center (gasps) in Las Vegas. And they linked to a source, a a listicle that you could use. Jackie called 10 Things You Didn't Know About Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. This is a Scientology church built for the purpose of grooming young creative types into the new generation of Scientology frontmen, following in the footsteps of Fishfucker and John in conclusion, the Austin Powers franchise is nothing but a front for the Church of Scientology. This is an undeniable fact in all caps. <laughs> Love the show. Celebrity conspiracy theories is great. And it, it all it's at its best when the barrel is being scraped. Regards, Jethro. Thank <laughs> this you, is Jeff. not a this scrape. This is not a scrape. There's oh, evidence. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, they all come with evidence, but this one has. That, the cele- filming at the Celebrity Center really is pretty damning. Like, why would you need to film there? That is definitely not a space. Like, and that was just an interior shot of a hotel room bedroom where they're like mm-hmm. being all horny. And they could have done yeah, that. Yeah, it could have been that anywhere. Been anywhere. And so, why would they film that there? Definitely, that leads me to believe at least some of the people behind the film are Scientologists. Yeah. Right. Because also, it was a different time. The late 90s, there was like not, there was no documentary about Scientology being, it was right. like just much more normal then, right? There was no missing woman. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> trying to find out where she is now. Yeah, there was none of that. So. Dude, and I I, I believe. Yeah. I, I 100% believe. Same. Yeah, thank you, Jethro. Wow. Eye opener. Love you. I, I, I'll send you, maybe I'll send you guys the flyer picture because it's so funny. It's so corny looking. Um, But anyways, it's Please great. Please do. Thank you, Jethro. Thank you, Jethro. I believe as well. Yeah, we have to. But now it's time for the list. Oh! Who's on the list? Jackie! Gotta gotta have that that list. list. Extremely questionable celebrity parenting practices. This verse one really got me. Sean Penn wanted to name his son after his favorite food, which is steak. 
And I think that steak pen would be a steak great pen. Steak pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's special even by celebrity baby standards, but the mother, Robin Wright, totally nixed the idea and named the kid Hopper instead. I was which also is a shitty name. I was gonna go with uh, I was gonna go with nope. Mignon McNeely. But... Yeah, you, there's so many words for steak. You don't have to just yeah. go with steak pen. <laughs> I think steak cut pen. pen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pen, you know, whatever. Ooh, yeah. Ribeye would be good. Ribeye'd be good. Oh, ribeye Zabrowski. Baby ribeye. Yeah, I'm gonna write that one down. Yeah. Actress Mayim Bialik. Still breastfed her son at the age of three and a half. Whoa. She described it in detail in her book, Beyond the Sling, a real-life guide to raising confident, loving children, the attachment parenting way. Now, I Yeah, have, attachment parenting. Attachment yeah. parenting is very, like, I. it's not even that, because, again, I'm not a parent, but it just sounds like that would... Um, slowly debilitatingly break down my individual sense of self <laughs> and i yeah. can't imagine doing that and i'm not even talking about the breastfeeding like, i'm talking they're about also everything else. like yeah. co-sleeping and all that stuff and i think that that is just very challenging and the idea of Bre- Lexi breastfeeding until it would be so uncomfortable, I think, after, you know, I mean, the CDC recommends doing it up to two years, I believe. And, you know, I think that actually, which or 18 months, maybe I think is actually what it is. But either way, that's a long ass time even to be breastfeeding, much less three and a half. Wow. And I think that, like, you know, knowing that, like, Lexi's experience was like lots of pumping and my experience yes. was also lots of pumping. Like, I think like I of the friends that I know, like. Like I have one friend who like had a baby like right at the beginning of the pandemic and had also lost her job <laughs> right at the beginning of the pandemic. And so she Hell breastfed yeah. her kid for a lot, <laughs> you know, she was like, I'm home. Like I right. think she's still, you know, maybe still nursing. Like, so it's like, I think that there's people for whom they had a, easy time breastfeeding baby latched. It was not stressful. And it just turned into a thing where I was just like, Oh yeah, I keep going. So like, I, I get, I d- definitely get it. I, I definitely have friends who've breastfed well into two, you know, closer to three. Um, and I used to be a little bit skeeved out by it. I'm less so now. I feel like it's right. As somebody who had a really hard experience with breastfeeding, like that, the idea of going three and a half years is, is like a literal nightmare. <laughs> um, but like, you know, so I, but maybe Alec does all sorts of other weird shit. It's not, and, and even if you're sharing a bit, it's not, it's not any one of the things. And it's not even it's all of them together. Philosophy. Yes. Right. It's like, but it's all, and it's her. It's just, it's just her. And I actually, I've got a lot of problems. And again, I am not a parent, but I do have a lot of problems with the co-sleeping aspect because Tori Spelling co-slept in a bed with her kids. Now it depends on, you know, of course, when they're little, of course, when they're sick, of course, yes, yes. But Co-slept with them when they were 14, 13, 9, Ugh. 8, and 4. Nah. And, and more importantly, how big is the bed? It's gotta be, it's gotta be the size of the room. How, yeah, it's crazy. And how do you ever, and I'm sure you find a way to fuck sure. your partner again, but like if you've got five kids co-sleeping in the bed, how do you ever have sex again? Uh, you don't, you, you never do. Yeah. Well, that I have a friend who's like after she had her kid, her husband was like, in my culture, uh, we co-sleep like until the kid's like ten, and she was like, when will we have a 
intimacy. Like she was like, yeah. I don't, I just don't understand how that works. Cause it's not just sex. You're it's not like, just dude, sex. It's intimacy. The end yes. of the night, Lexi and I, like we get into bed, we watch, are you the one? And we just chill. And like, that would be completely taken away. Also, you forget about the part where like a four year old or whatever is going to go to bed early. Yeah. And then your whole bedroom area is cut off. I mean, one of the main things I was so excited to get Winnie into her own room for was just so that I could fucking go into my own bedroom and not have to tiptoe around yes. and like just easily like, take a shower. Leave the light and, on and like watch, you know, Instagram yeah. videos with the sound on. Oh yeah, I had nights where I was like, damn, I can't even fold laundry tonight because it's in there yeah. and I don't want to, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. Like, yeah. so- Totally. Yeah. It's it's again. No. It's one of those things where it's like if it works for you, and you know, I have close friends whose kids are two and three and still sleeping in the bed, and that's just what works Same. for them. And so, yeah, totally get it if it works for you. What works for me is is having my own space in the night, and it's been fourteen. I and 14 five of them. Fourteen year old yeah. guy gotta have their own bed. I think. I think. That we can 14 is so wild. Like, how can you be that far into puberty and everything else? Yeah, we're talking post pubescent at that point. And be, you know, because also I had like weird boner things happening. Sure. You know what I mean? At that, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but like, but either yeah, way, it's not a place. Is it's not a, oh, yeah. yeah. The horniness is, yeah, exactly. You're just, either way, you're humping some kind of pillow. <laughs> well, you just need to experiment with yeah. yourself. And that is an important <laughs> thing for a young person to learn is also like, how, how, who am I when I'm alone in my right. bed? Like, that is important for many ages to learn, like, what is my relationship with that? And, and what uh, is fun to hump? Like, is this, <laughs> oh man, was I hard humping? pillow fun to hump, or oh, is the dresser yeah, the fun to hump, oh, or sometimes you know, the my stuffed animals, the, you know, of yeah, the bathroom, exactly. You got to go test yeah, yeah. everything out, you literally got to break in the whole apartment, hurts. I don't know, or house or whatever, you know what's what I mean? You know, welcome to <laughs> freshman year of high school, you'll be learning about what's fun to hump. Oh, yeah. Hump. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Well, there are other fun parenting choices like Megan Fox, who moved to a different part of L.A. because her unborn baby told her to. She said, I feel like you receive messages from the child if you're open to it, she said, and added that the baby told her where it wanted to be raised. MJ, I just watched you roll your <laughs> eyes into next year. Oh, I invented nesting. I'm Megan Fox. Yeah, bitch, yeah. everybody <laughs> wants to like have a nice house when they're pregnant and make a nice little space. It's fucking 
fucking, it's biological, it's hormonal, whatever the fuck. Right, you didn't yeah, invent, totally. oh, uh, uh, the baby told me to make a nice house. Okay, <laughs> Megan Fox. Sure, Megan Fox. And last but not least, actress Olivia Silverstone took baths together with her nine-year-old son. She said, my son and I take baths together in an interview. Apparently, it was one of the ways they dealt with the quarantine. Now, I, I Alicia Silverstone is out of her mind in every yes. single way when it comes to parenting. She feeds her <laughs> yes. kid like a bird. The, there was like just something else that came out about her about that's weird about her and her son. And I'm, I we do try to reserve judgment here, but I am judging you, Alicia Silverstone. No, You're yeah, weird. you judge. You can judge that. You can judge. The and baby. I the love baby clueless. birding is a lot. The baby birding yeah. is a lot, and like. To soothe your nine-year-old um, to take baths with them. Again, not a parent, but I would assume that, like, I don't know. Like, I'll hang out in there with you if she you want. She also says like, here she screams bathroom, but... She screams her son to sleep. It's a new <laughs> scream technique. She just screams <laughs> into his face until he just passes out. That's another well, one. especially when, like, I've seen uh, Alicia Silverstone in different uh, interviews get really, like, she doesn't want to be judged with how she raises her kid totally. and she also is like she I've seen a, often like taking offense to people being like you should cut because um uh, they uh, uh Alicia Silverstone's son is I think 11 now and has long hair and he didn't want it to be cut and he shows she's like don't judge me and my parenting style if my kid doesn't want to cut his hair That's he's good. not gonna cut his hair that I get like that yeah, don't judge a person and don't judge a child for the choices they make. But just some of it. And like, you know, I think there was also coming out about people saying that like, like the child's been vegan his entire life and how like the nutrients wise, how that is not as good. I don't know anything about child nutrition, mm, but that I would assume maybe it would be difficult. It would yeah. be difficult though right that or, yeah. i mean i've got i've got good friends who who raise their kids vegan and it's it's they're you know the kids probably eat better than my kids do so i feel like that if, okay. you know feeding whatever but i will say that there was a story from five days ago where she is talking about uh introducing her son to clueless and she says he saw clueless when he was five four thousand people came to see and i couldn't pass the experience up and uh, he was so young, and it, she said it, he was so, it, he was so young, and it's not appropriate, I think, for a five year old to watch that movie. It's all about sex. So I realized, oops. But at the time, he loved it. But what he really picked up on, he tried to kiss me, like the passionate kisses, because that's what he saw in the movie. So like. <gasps> This is, listen, Alicia Silverstone, there is a way that that's not weird. <laughs> like, there is, of course, five-year-olds see whatever. Like, so, you know, kids see their parents kiss on the mouth and then they want to do, like, whatever. Totally, again, not, no people, I'm trying to defend you, Alicia Silverstone, but what you could do is You're just trying. not talk about it that way. You could not talk about it that way in conjunction with talking about how you take baths with him. It's just too many things. It's like my Bialik. It's, it's like any yes, one of these lot. one things might be fine, but why are you being so weird about your like increasingly older son. Like a nine-year-old, an 11-year-old needs boundaries. And also, he probably doesn't want you talking to the media five days ago, now that he's 11, about how he passionately kissed you on the mouth when he was five. Could you imagine if he wants that before you say that to the yeah. media? Yeah, and it's just, um, 
I don't know if it's just because like I grew up in a home where we weren't very touchy. Same. But even just all of it makes me be like, ah, <laughs> because I like, I don't like, I don't even, I don't know, even know a time when I held my mom's hand. Like we're just not that. Like Holden, I have definitely have that in common yeah. of like, we're just not, yeah, we don't touch. It's not and so thinking about that makes me like my heart curdle, <laughs> yeah. but you are correct, MJ. And um, I don't think that I like it. Yeah. I don't think I like it. Not that you're yeah. correct. I don't think but I like it. But as we also going to admit, weird. we lament maybe the lack of intimacy in our Whoa, therapy. Holden goes to therapy now. Now we're all in therapy, baby. I go to therapy. (laughs) You guys did a good job, but I still have something to talk about. You find where you're comfortable in the middle. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, I hope you're ready for some grapefruit boot scoot sexy blind items. Oh, my God. I think I'm going blind items. Oh, we can't see them. It really is a boot scoot grapefruit. It is. (laughs) Uh, some sex ones for you guys oh, and good. a normal one. Also, long-winded blinds, so let's get into it. Ooh. <clears throat> Number one, this one's titled... Every so often, some celebrity will say they slept with so-and-so number of people. It is usually a number that is very high and seems completely unrealistic. Wilt Chamberlain was famous for his claim that he slept with over 10,000 women. That seems high, but he said that included nights where he would be in bed with four or five women at a time. Is that the record for a celebrity? I can tell you the actor who probably is in first place. He is in first place despite being married for a very long time. He is foreign-born. I'll even say he's British. He is an Oscar winner slash nominee. At one point, he was A-plus list. He is also a knight. He has not discussed this uh, in many years, but when he first hit his peak, he bragged about spending every penny he made on sleeping with escorts. He only wanted to sleep with women he paid. He didn't want to sleep with fans. He wanted pay for play. He said that at one point, he was sleeping with two or three escorts a day, seven days a week. He did this for at least a decade. That would work out to nearly 10000 After that decade or so, he really didn't discuss it any longer, but one has to assume it continued, right? That would make him the record holder. I think this is why Henry hates him. It has to be Eddie Redmayne. Can no. you imagine? I know, I know it's not, but you imagine if this was about <laughs> Eddie Redmayne. Where we're like, no, yeah, wow. Yeah. So my God. He's much older, distinguished. Ian, Ian McKellen. No. If you say his name in a Michael Kine. Yes. It's Michael Kine. Michael Kane indeed. Kine. I was about to say, if you say his name in a certain way, it sounds like drugs. Yeah, Michael Kine. Wow. Um, I can see it. Good for him. I can, can kind of see, see it as well. I, I could totally it. see it. Um, what was the one that Jude he... Law redid? It's like called like uh, the Al- Alfie. Was he hot when he was young? Yeah, he was really hot. I think oh, you yeah. know, throw it out there. Still, I think he can still slang in it. I think hot. I'm just getting older, and he's getting older, and oh, I'm yeah. fine with it. Oh, well, he's definitely got it in his claws. He has dude, to show his dog dude. at some point. Oh, yeah. He's Joe hot. Manganiello and Barry, by the way. So I don't know if you guys watch Barry, but Joe Manganiello has been in the last couple of episodes. And not Joe Manganiello. Oh, my God. Joe Montagna. And he is hot as shit. Of course, of course, Joe Manganiello is hot shit. But Joe Montagna, who is, he must be in his 60s or 70s. He looks great. <laughs> I think, I guess I am just getting older because I think that maybe 10 years ago, me would be like, Jackie, he's an old man. 
But yeah, he's an old man. <laughs> he's got a lot of experience. Beautiful stuff. This one is much shorter, but I have another long-winded one. This one's short and has nothing to do with sex, and then the next one is long-winded and again has to do with sex. Uh, it is going to be a very long year for the person who decides who the host is for the Oscars. Right now, this far out, the front runner is the late night actor who is leaving said late night show. James Corden. James fucking Corden? No. Different late night show. Okay, good. Jimmy like Camel? No. <laughs> Duh. Maybe a little different kind of late night show than you're thinking. It is a late night show, and a, a big announcement came out this past week about a couple people leaving the show. Oh, Saturday oh. Night Live? Uh, yes. Was who's Lauren Michaels? Pete no, Davidson? No, who's leaving the show? Yes, oh. Pete Davidson. Well, so is uh, AD, uh, AD Bryant. And, and Kate McKinnon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah for Pete sure. Davidson. But yeah. I what mean, do you think about that? I guess it's fine. If he hosts the Oscars, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, I'm fine no with that. It's just so interesting because, again, we were so worried about the drama around him and there being an award show kerfluffle. Yeah. So it's just very funny that now he would be in talks to host. But yes, it is going to be a very long year for the person who decides who the host is. Because, I mean, what are they going to do? Oh, my God. Next year's Oscars is going to be so weird. Have it be, please have it. Dude, if they could get Rock and, and Will Smith to do it, <laughs> how fucking incredible. Oh, my God. Jesus. How incredible would that be? It's not going to happen, though. But uh, that'd be fun. Um, definitely. All right. Final blind. Get the popcorn out. I'm ready. It's a doozy. There is a television actor who is A-list. If you don't watch his show, you would probably still know who he is. The show made him a big star with a group that is more Gen Z than Millennial. He trolls through their social media pages and sinks the hook when he gets the right combination. Whether he is filming in Vancouver or home in Los Angeles, he picks women from neither of those cities. He likes women who have a job where they have to be in an office rather than work from home. He then tells them he would love to see them and makes them pay uh, to fly to come see him. Makes them pay? He brings them on set if in Vancouver or to a hotel if he is home in Los Angeles. He then has sex with them and sends them on their way. No dinner, no lunch, no nothing. On set, he says he has to head back to work and will see them at their hotel that night but won't show up. In Los Angeles, he gets a text and says he has to run to a meeting with his agent, but he will be right back, which he doesn't go back. <laughs> he knows they have a job and have to leave, so doesn't have to worry about them hanging around whatever city that long. Looking for him. Who is this man? Cole Sprouse. Absolutely. Uh, I was I was struggling. I was like, <laughs> I was really it? hoping it was because if it wasn't Cole Sprouse, I had no idea. Who right, it was right, be. right. Um, that makes a lot of sense, and it is. You know, we just did uh, Riverdale Roundup, and they, you know, there might be a new kissing partner on the horizon, hopefully. But um, I, everything I hear about him is uh, when it comes to relationships is kind of shitty. Yeah, but why do I want to root for him so much? I don't even want to kiss him. I just want him. He's it's because he's a little smart boy. He's just a little yeah. proud smart boy and he's I want him. He's a little to... smart, little yeah. he's just and I think that he is aware of himself, yeah. which makes this kind of action that much more insufferable. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he had no idea, you know, it's like then I feel like like oh, okay, right. well at least like he's just a little idiot. Yeah, but he's not. So yeah. I think that's why it does bother me. Of like you know exactly what you're fucking doing. You yeah, right. Yeah, I don't want him to be a bad boy. No, I don't want him to be a bad boy, and I want him to be a good boy and be back with Lily Reinhardt. But we can't. Have it all, and she needs to go be her amazing self and go take care of herself. 
Well, there you have it. The blind eyes. (laughs) I love Sly Reinhardt. (laughs) (laughs) He can see again. He can see. And man, I am... um, yeah, I just, I can't with the Cole Sprouse. I feel, I, I don't know how, I wonder what he's going to do after Riverdale is done. Right. Like, is he going to just take a break and not go back? Because I could imagine that he would. I think that's I know what that- I like about him. Like, that he doesn't try to be like a big famous guy. He's like, I stepped back, the industry's fucked up, and then I went back for this project that I, for some reason, really believed in. And then I'll probably <laughs> just step away again. Like, I like that about him, but yeah, he needs well, to. Well, yeah, and then this is what happens. Then it's like, all right, I'm going to step away, and then I'm going to like try to do this whole career shift, and then eventually they always come back yeah. to the thing that made them huge in the first place, and that's when we're going to get old person Riverdale, which you guys will get oh. to commentate on about. <laughs> From the I want to give it five years, but I think it's going to be like three years. No, don't. Why are you (laughs) plaguing us right now? I feel like you're like in thinner. Thinner. Tis a curse. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. This was what a delight. And we barely talked about the Kardashian wedding, and I'm very proud of us. The the veil had a thing, a picture of a... The Mary on it. Uh, it did, yeah, and it was it was an homage to Travis Barker's head tattoo. So <laughs> you know, I I think that that is I think they're going the distance. Um, I can't wait. You know, she's gonna start popping out more kids because she can, and um, we will watch this unfold as it goes on. Third wedding, though. Can you imagine? I can't. I barely can plan the one. Yeah. But that's just me. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. My name is Jackie Zabrowski, and um, you can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can also hit up our TikTok. Man, I did a great tutorial all the way through my 23-year-old Honda CRV. I love it. Um, it is, man. I watched I it so am, many times. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the I am above the content. I am just like the youngs. <laughs> and you can come see how young I am in real time over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie where we hang out on Tuesdays and we talk about sex and we hang out on Sundays and we try to have sex with daddies. So it's a uh, very non judgmental space come join us and other monster fuckers like me hell yeah uh check me out twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho uh streaming monday tuesday friday stream with jackie on for most fridays so check us out on that twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho and check out that patreon patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast weekly bonus episodes coming at you hitting you in the face uh, for just $5 a month, for $10 a month, join us for the Jersey Shore Watch Along every Thursday. It's so much fun. We drink, we smoke, we be merry while we watch Jersey Shore. The best. And uh, also that email, page7podcast at gmail.com. Page the numeral seven uh, podcast at gmail.com. Hit me with your conspiracy theories. Hit me with, uh, hit us with the shout outs, all that good stuff. We always check it. Thank you so much. MJ? My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCAD on Instagram. And it's time for the shout-outs. Ready to sing. Shout. Shout. Let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're gonna read them to you. Come on.
And before Jackie takes it away with the rest of the shout-outs, here's one. This one comes from Leo. He says, hello, hello. If you get a chance and are willing, my baby, Rachel Swindog, not her real last name, could really use an old-fashioned ho from the Lizard King himself. Please give yourselves big hugs from me, a complete stranger, XOXO Leah. Uh, so to you, Rachel, I say, Holdenators, ho! Thank you so much. Take it away, Jackie. Ah, we have so much to celebrate today. Thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs. And you can send in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is page7podcast, seven the number, at gmail.com. Because I love hearing from you guys. And I loved hearing from Katie. Because fuck yes, Katie, this is an urgent shout out. And I am so damn proud of you. Katie says, I wanted to send myself a shout out because I just turned in my last assignment for grad school. Oh my god. I bet MJ can't wait to say the same sentence. Katie says, it's been a long and definitely challenging last three years working toward my master of social work degree during the pandemic. And listening to you guys every week has helped me make it all the way through. You three are a light in so many people's lives. You stop, Katie. And you've helped me maintain my own sanity over the last several years. I feel a little silly sending in my own chatter. How dare you? But fuck it. I'm really proud of myself and I'm so proud of you, Katie. Hell yeah, what a dang journey. Yeah, good for you, baby. Much love to you and uh, so happy for you for finishing. And oh my God. Mary. Thank you so much for your kind words, and especially, oh, thank you for the love to Gloria. I pass it along, and she couldn't be happier. She's just honking her goose downstairs. I can hear her. Yes, she honks her goose. She doesn't honk her beak. Mary is amazing, and they sent it a shout-out to their husband, Ethan, because it's Ethan's birthday. Mary says, I want to write in today to wish my husband, Ethan, a very happy birthday. His birthday is May 23rd. This sweet Gemini man has blessed my life in more ways than words can adequately describe. But I'll give it a good try anyway. Ethan is steadfast and puts his all into everything he does. He has a sense of humor that is unmatched. Move over, Henry. Uh Uh-oh, Mary. And always has something to bring to the conversation. He is so empathetic and thoughtful, both in relationships with friends and also in raising our children. I love it. When I say I hit the jackpot, that is a huge understatement. Oh, my God. Happy birthday and cheers to many years of adventure ahead. Oh, I love your love. Happy birthday. Birthday, Ethan, and oh, congrats, Mary. Get at. Uh, and speaking of so much thanks, Chloe the Pain has written in again. You will remember Chloe the Pain, who wrote in about the supernatural conspiracy theory that we both, uh, that both, all three of us were absolutely obsessed with. I was thinking of MJ and I as if uh, Holden was presenting it to us, like he is our teacher, or I guess Jedi, uh-oh, Star Wars girl. Chloe, thank you so much for sending in such a beautiful letter and for just talking about all of the amazing, fucking amazing change you are doing in your life. I am so proud of you. I can't read all of it on the show, but I just wanted to say I read it and thank you so much. And Chloe did say, but in the off chance you do read this on the 
podcast. A big loving hello to anyone out there who is listening to this while going through big changes in their life. Be kind to yourself and allow yourself to imagine the future version of you who might look back in one or two or ten years and be so grateful to present day you who kept going and got to a better place. And for anyone who gets entertainment or inspiration out of watching a basket case doing their best, I got you. I'm Chloe, my pronouns are they, them, and I'm actually the Tumblr fan who wrote in about the supernatural conspiracy theory. At Chloe the Pain, C-H-L-O-E, the P-A-Y-N-E on all socials. And my YouTube channel in particular, I'm kind of leaning into a creative identity crisis and just making the kind of content I like to watch. Music, makeup, declutters, vlogs, I think I might end up falling flat on my face. Don't say that with these new ideas, but I'm having a lot of fun trying it out. We'll see where it goes. Who knows? And isn't that the best part? We started LPN with the who knows attitude. If you just, but then it's just the years and years of like, am I doing anything? Is anything going to happen from it? It will. You just got to keep going and wait for the time to come to you because it will. Uh, thank you so much, Chloe, for sending in the beautiful words of inspiration. And I'm feeling inspired. And <laughs> Zozabelle wrote in, I just got to say, Zozabelle, this is a great idea. Don't you worry. Zoe is sending a shout out to their brother and new sister-in-law. And congratulations on your nubs. Zoe says, this is Zoe once again, coming at you with a shout out for my badass bro, bro, Ian, and his lovely wife, Tessa. I'm a bad sister. No, you're not. We've all been here. And my bro gas never got them an actual wedding present when they got married this year. They deserve something awesome for being such an amazing people and couple in general and for being such wonderful parents to my beautiful niece. All of us being avid diehard fans of the LPN, I know they will literally shriek with delight to hear Jackie's dulcet tones, wishing them a very hearty congratulations on my behalf, both for their nuptials and also for the new sweet baby girl due later this year. Ah, congratulations. Tell them Zoe loves you guys so much and I'm so grateful to my brother for giving me a sister-in-law as Fabulous, says Tessa. Oh my God, Zoe, isn't it the best? I also have an amazing sister-in-law. I think you know her. And Tessa, thank you for loving Ian the way he deserves and for being so kind as to procreate with him, thus granting my kids badass cousins to grow up with. I'm so lucky to have you guys for family. I couldn't have asked for anyone better. Oh, Zoe, thank you for writing in. And congratulations to Ian and Tessa for multiple things. Oh, this is your year. Go out and get it. But also, please tell me that the planning will be over soon, and then it'll be over soon, and then I'll never think about it again, right? <laughs> My dearest TJ, of course I will send a shout-out to your cousin Molly! TJ says, I would love to give a special shout out to my cousin Molly, who loves this podcast and adores all of you just as much as I do. Molly turned 30, oh, dirty 30 very recently. It's kind of a big deal and she doesn't really like to be fussed over, but here we go to Molly. Because you reminded me to watch the April Real stream, which made me cry and text you endlessly. Payback's a bitch. Jackie, if you can please tell my dear Molly that I love her. I'm so proud of her. And I've never seen her as just my cousin but my sister. Molly, your compassion and empathy for people is unmatched in my opinion. You're effortlessly cool and you don't even know it. Love you to no end. 
Oh, did you hear I put on my serious voice? That's my serious April Reels voice. <laughs> Thank you so much, DJ. And oh, happy birthday, Molly. I'm fussing to fuss fuss. And Amanda, y'all are going to make me bring out the Kleenex, damn it. And it's another one for me. You make me feel so bash. I'm being a bash over here. Amanda says, grab those Kleenex, because you may need them, and I'm sorry. <laughs> How many times have I said that before making someone cry? Um, just have the tissue. I'm sorry, because I'm going to cry, and that means you're going to cry. I've been trying to come up with the words to say how proud I am of how far you've come for a while, and damn if Catherine didn't nail it perfectly. I've been listening to Roundtable, R-I-P-K-B, when I run out of my normal rotation of podcasts, and it truly is amazing to see how much you've changed over the years. Hearing you talk badly about yourself or generally having a crappy outlook on something makes you want to be able to reach out through time and say, oh, you just wait, girl. Things are going to get so much better, and you're going to be so happy hanging there. Now, Amanda, I just wanted to say that I wanted to read this shout out because I feel like everyone needs to hear this as well. That whenever we're talking, we're going through a bad time and we're, we're just talking about how it's never going to get better is that please look to this experience and be like, you can literally hear someone transform over time, which means little by little you will too if you put the work in and say, I will not be unhappy. I'm not going to maintain my unhappiness. I need to choose to be happy to manifest. I'm becoming, I'm becoming a cult leader right now. Manifest positivity and happiness in your life. <laughs> oh, that's when she became a cult leader. But Amanda continues on to say, in an odd way, it gives me hope for myself that when I'm feeling bitter towards everything and like nothing is ever going to get better, I can listen to the old you, then the you you've become, and tell myself it definitely will get better and not to be so hard on myself. And that's something else I struggle with. Sorry if I made you cry again, but it really is amazing to see how much you've grown. Proud of you. And I'm proud of you, too. Amanda, thank you so much for taking the time to write in. I cried when I read it um, about 20 minutes ago. And I will say, and I'm like, don't. You're not going to end the podcast crying again. You won't do it. And I didn't do it. Well, they're in my eyes, but you can't hear them in my voice, which means they didn't go over the waterfall. I love you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing week and we'll be back next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.